Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Center Stage. All things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. There is so much going on in the great state of Minnesota and beyond, and it's remarkable how the artists are surviving. My first guest tonight on Center Stage is a woman by the name of, um, oh, I'm so sorry. I had it wrong all, all, immediately. Katie Bradley is her name. I'm so excited that she's joining us tonight. She plays the role of a character by the name of Asong Moy in a piece called The Chinese Lady. And, of course, um, a, a critically acclaimed play by a leading voice in America drama. You start talking like that here in the great state of Minnesota where people love theater, this is a good day. It's a good day. And I'm so excited to introduce you to Katie Bradley. Hey, Katie. Katie, how Hello. are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. My goodness. Afong, uh, Asong Moy. Did I get it right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Afong Moy. Yes. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So tell us all about the Chinese lady and why this is so meaningful to you. Yeah. So the Chinese lady is about Afong Moy, who is the first, presumably the first, a Chinese woman to come to America, and it's it's a a, a two person play. Uh, ah Fang Moi and then Ah Tang, who is her Chinese translator. Um, and basically, Ah Fang Moi is based on this real life woman who came to America in 1834 when she was 14 years old, and basically was part of this museum exhibit the, at Peel's Museum in New York. Mm. And then eventually she started working with P.T. Barnum. Wow. And I know, it's crazy. I mean, essentially she was this um, exotic ornament for people to come into this museum to look at because she would, she would just be in this room and she would walk and she would eat with chopsticks and she would do these things that people at that time had no... Um, understanding of and were just amazed by her but not in necessarily a good way (laughs) so she was exoticized and and essentially um discarded at the end and there's little known past i think the 1850s about her Mm. um but in the play the chinese lady by lloyd sa um he gives her a voice and um basically it's it's my character afang moi speaking to the audience and detailing her uh, her thoughts, uh, the things that she that she does each day um, to this audience from the age of 14 all the way up into, well, like 203 years old. It becomes very ethereal. 
I can imagine. You know, these type of stories linger with us. It holds on to our hearts. Mm-hmm. And I know many people will go to a play and they'll listen to the first, you know, opening um, part of it for maybe, you know, 40 minutes. And then they, they'll say, oh, no, you know, at the intermission, I'm, I'm out, I'm out, I'm gone. But right. what we've known now is that women in these roles really matter, um, that mm-hmm. they are really telling their story. It is a truth story and that they mm-hmm. can they can move um, within the space in a way that men can't. That's what I love about mm-hmm. it, right? So mm-hmm. knowing this and knowing the role that you play, tell me how difficult was it for you? Were you worried at all at first? Did you say, okay, I am ready to conquer this particular character? Oh, my gosh, that's a very good question. I, uh, I was terrified um, because it's a, it's a big role. It's probably the largest role I've ever had. I've done other one-woman shows, but they were like, 20 pages of text, but this is like 43 pages, single spaced. I do have um, my wonderful scene partner, Michael Sung Ho on stage with me, but I do most of the talking. And, um, and I think, so there's a couple of levels there. It's certainly the memorizing, but also uh, just the depth of what Afang goes through. And I think the, um, I, I'm very, very happy that this role came about that Eric Sharp, the director, asked me to take on this role now at my age rather than even 10 years ago. I don't think I would have been ready. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's there's a level, certainly a, the technical craft, but also just the emotional landscape that I am very happy to cover in the show mm-hmm. that I don't know if I would have been vulnerable enough for back then. Um, and yeah, it's it's a very uh, it's not an easy piece even to watch. It's not an easy piece to uh, portray, but I think it's a very important uh, show to to share um, because of the the trauma that exists. Not only for, I mean, I think just for any anybody uh, who is exoticized or othered in any way, shape, or form. And and this is certainly the extreme of just, you know, being placed in a room and have people come <laughs> into a museum and look at you. Um, but anybody who has been othered, it's I think it's a really um, important thing for for people to understand why that happens and even to point the finger a little bit at see you're complicit in this um, folks who have not been othered, for instance. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a it's a deep show. <laughs> it sounds like a deep show. I was reading uh, where it says the Chinese lady is a remarkably imaginative, funny, and thought-provoking exploration of Chinese American identity. As soon as I read that, I went, "Really?" I was so surprised mm-hmm. because just from what you've been talking about with the piece, it's so much more. Even I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. this is really something. This is the thing that could change you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like I, um, you know, I, I'm so thankful as an artist to be able to do this role and also like each it, it's fantastic because every audience has reacted differently mm-hmm. to the show. We have not had, you know how like you can do a performance and you kind of know where the laugh lines are going to be, you know, where to hold for laughs, you know, where to hold for, um, anything. And for this show, you just never know. And, um, I was even, we had a matinee today and I was trying to, uh, kind of get the feel of the audience 
today. And, and I, that was even tricky because they were reacting in ways that I was, that, that, that other audiences have not reacted. And mm-hmm. so it, but not in a bad way, just in a different way, because they're, each person is receiving it so differently. Um, and so it's like the audience is certainly the third character in the show, um, more so in this play than I feel like in any other play I've done. Wow. Well, I have to say to you that um, it's really quite remarkable because you've done so much work in theater. Really, it's quite remarkable what you've done. So congratulations. At the same time, when you are facing a role that you know is really special, right? How Mm -hmm. do you build yourself in order to get on that stage and do that piece? Mm. I think for me, it's, it's just understanding, just recognizing that this message is important and that I'm the, I mean, it sounds so ridiculous, but it's, it's kind of true. I'm the vessel for this message here in Minneapolis. Like this, this show has been performed all over the country. Um, and, uh, and this is the first time it's been performed here in the twin cities. And I feel like with these audiences, like it's really important for them to know the story and um, I was a history major in college, and so there's also that aspect for me as it's blending both the history of Ah Fung Moi as a real person and then the artistic um, uh, ideations of her in this play. Mm-hmm. And it's, I just sort of think of it like I'm, I need to get this right every night. Um, and it's just an important story to tell, uh, and it will be received differently, and I'm okay with that. Um, uh, and hopefully it's something that will make people think and that people will take care of themselves as well, because it's like I said, I mean, it's a fun show in many aspects and it's also hard to watch. Right. Um, and so I also, I, my job is to make sure that people go home thinking about it. <laughs> right. And, and learning more about it, way. maybe seeking out more information about it. Um, So that you can take that with you and share it with others that might have been in that audience as well. That's the thing that theater does. It changes you. It nudges Mm -hmm. you. It it touches you and taps you on your back or on your brain. They just, it keeps coming after you going, listen, watch, do, right? Mm -hmm. But it's one of the hardest things to do. I'm I'm telling you, I used to do plays. And if I never do another play, I'm okay with that because it was really (laughs) hard for me. It really was because Mm -hmm. you're taking on someone else's power, right? Mm, mm. you're taking on you're taking on more than what i'm ready to do and so i really i look at you and i think please keep acting please keep (laughs) hitting those stages for us because what you're doing like i said it really does matter and i hope Mm. that i will get to see you i hope i will get to see you on the stage whether it is for the chinese lady or not I do hope yeah. I get a chance to see you. So, oh yeah, you might you Thank might hear you. a black girl on the front row going, "Hello, how yes, are you, Katie?" <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, please. Well, thank you so bad. Thank you for joining <laughs> us tonight. You. And uh, now, are there tickets still available? Yes, there are. I think. Um, uh, let me just see here. It looks like on the website because uh, we added some shows. So Wednesday through Saturday, uh, September 27th to the, tw- to the 30th. I think there are seats available. Otherwise, they would mark them as sold out. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Runtime is 75 minutes. And just call the box office at 612-874-6338. 6338. 
One six one two eight seven four six three three eight. Thank you so much. They're going to be a day. We might meet each other at the mall, but we're going to have a good time. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. Yes, please. <laughs> Take care of yourself, Katie. Keep doing the great work, honey. Keep doing thank it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank All you. Right. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. That is our first guest for Center Stage. And uh, coming up, we have more guests, and I'm, I can't wait to introduce them to you. So stay tuned. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> Welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. And, of course, as you just heard, that was hilarious to me. Why? Because the name of that song is Trailer Park Fire. That's the first thing. Let's leave it like that. But um, I have to say that celebrated Wyoming singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist Jalen Crossland comes to Crooners on October 1st. Comparisons to Dylan, Gordo, Guy Clark, Billy Joel, uh, Billy Joel, Shaver, uh, Nancy Griffith, Willie, and others just begin to describe his work. It's really quite remarkable who he is and what he has already done. This savvy multi-instrumentalist and a 1997 National Fingerstyle Guitar Championship runner-up is going to make both music-loving insiders and the uninitiated hardcore fans. Just check out the quotes below from sources ranging from the sophisticated New York Times to the down-home Laramie, Wyoming zine to Motley Cruz, Nikki Six. Now, I know I didn't pronounce those co- correctly, Jalen, but thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I've, I've, I found you to be very interesting, and I'm sure people tell you that all the time. Why do you think people say, you're very interesting? Has that ever happened to you? I'm not sure anyone thinks it says that. <laughs> yeah, people really say that. And, and how long have you been doing? Well, how about that? How long have you been performing? Um, I have been playing music for a living since 1987. 1987. And you're still doing it. Yeah, well, as a teenager, yeah. Um, yeah, um, I've enjoyed it all the whole time and uh, continue to do it because I don't know what else I could do. Exactly. And plus it's what you want to do, right? 
Yeah, I really enjoy it. So here's one of the challenges, of course, when it comes to an artist, is that you want to do it, and you're going to do it really well. You're going to give it your best, right? And other times you find out, oh, man, it's just not doing what I wanted to do. Have you ever had that moment? Well, I've had moments where I felt like it wasn't going my way, but I always do the best I can. Right, and that's the thing you do. You keep trying, no matter what, because one day you're going to do it and everybody's going to go crazy and go, have you heard of Jalen? Right? So now people are really getting to know your name. And is that enough for you, or are you saying, I want people to not just know my name, but to know what I do and why I do it? (laughs) Well, you know, um, I've always just kind of been pretty damn happy if I can make a living doing this. Um, so, yeah, if people are starting to dig it and like it, uh, that's all the better. It is all the better. I'm with you on that. I'm a singer as well. And once you give it your mm-hmm. heart, you, you give your heart, and it's painful when the audience is not with you, right? Have you ever had that experience? Uh, yeah. One yeah. time I was, play, I was playing over Sturgis one time, and it was stone quiet after every song. And uh, mm-hmm. at one point, I got done with the song, and I heard this one guy in the back clapping really enthusiastically. I said, wow, I finally reached somebody. And I looked back there to see who he was, and um, it was a guy trying to get the last of the ketchup out of the bottle. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jalen, but that is a great one. You should tell that story everywhere you go, man, and just bring a bottle of ketchup while you're at it. I mean, that's just hilarious. So what is the one thing that you really, really want to do more of? I know that you love to play, that you're known for that. I know that you are enjoying singing now. You're doing a whole lot of stuff. And may I ask what your age is? You don't have to tell me, that's for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's just say I've been at it a while. You've been at it a while? And it gets yeah, to the I mean, point. I look good for my age. Yeah, right, right. Um, so once you are at that age and you say, okay, I'm going to keep going, I'm going to keep going, what do you do? How do you make sure that, okay, I've made this decision, i got to go all the way with it? Is uh, Do you have a, a group of people that support you and say, hey, whatever it takes, man, we're here? Well, uh, I've always had a good support system of friends and family and other musicians and whatnot. Um, and uh, But more than anything, I keep going because it's just, who I am and what I do, um, I will probably never retire, even if I ever could. Right. Because this is that's what gives me a reason to roll out of bed every day and go do stuff. I am so with you on that. Well said. Well said, Jalen. I'm the singer, same way. Huh? Yeah, I'm a singer. I've right. been doing it for many, many decades. And I tell you, when you love what you do, and I can tell that you love it, then you just have to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure you're the same way. Like, at least when when I'm performing for people, I'm never thinking about the business or the money or anything like that. Oftentimes, I'll leave the venue and not get paid because I'm just having so much fun. And I'll think later, like, oh, yeah, I do this for a living. I'd probably better call them back. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's important, right? But it happens to all of us. And so if there was one thing that I would want to encourage you with, and I know it's unsolicited, Jalen, I know it is. But please know, honey, never stop. If you believe in what you can do and what you can accomplish, I'm not kidding you, man. Do it until you have to stop where there's no other option but to stop. Keep going. And I hope I get to see you perform. Okay, so now what's your favorite song? What's your favorite song to sing? Favorite song to sing? Yeah. Play or play? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you got to know as well as I do that 
it just depends on the night and the it crowd does. and the tune. It does. Yeah, there's no one favorite to sing. It's just, uh, what would they all be without all the rest of them? Oh, it's, oh, well said. Put that on a T-shirt or a coffee mug. I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen, what a pleasure to have you join us tonight. Jalen Crossland, I look forward to finally hearing you perform, and I hope it'll be soon. You take care of yourself, okay? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Jeremy. It's good talking with you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, everyone, you got to get to know his music. I like the song already. That was really funny. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. My goodness, this is all about center stage here, this 9 o'clock hour. So thank you for sticking and staying with us. I just interviewed Jaden Crossland. Um, he has a big performance coming up, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it. So I want to let you know, if you want to go here, Jaden, of course, go to Crooner's Main Stage. Um, the address is 6161 Highway 65 Northeast in Minneapolis. Of course, this is happening on October 1st. 7 o'clock to 8.30 p.m. The cost is $25 to $35. Again, that is October 1st from 7 to 8.30 at Crooners on the main stage. The cost is $25 to $35. I wanted to get that in because Jaden was a lot of fun. All right, it's now time for us to join in with someone I think is just wonderful. I've known him for a long time, and he is very good at so many things. Many people say, oh, you're just in the theater thing and, and you're the the lead theater critic over at the Star Tribune. Oh, no, it's so much more than that. And who am I talking about? Rohan Preston from the Star Tribune. How are you, darling? Are you awake? I'm well, thank you. I'm well. <laughs> it's wonderful to talk with you and to hear you as well. I know, yeah. right? It's been a while. It feels like you come and go. <laughs> I try What's up that. with that? What's up with that? Dude. So, you know, there is so much going on. I, was, I just um, talked about um, Katie, who is doing the role of the Chinese lady. And I'm wondering, yes. did you go to see that piece? You know, I haven't seen it as yet. Uh, it's with, it's, so the fall uh, comes up on us um, the way a snake uh, eats a, a deer. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wrong. How do you land that on my brain and my heart? What's wrong with you? Oh my. It's a lot to process. It's a lot to get through the system. And so I haven't seen, there's some shows that I still have to see, and I'm looking forward to. Actually, what I did see tonight, um, well, today, I should say, was uh, Falsettos at Theater La Teta. And um, that, that theater has been doing these wonderful musicals. Um, uh, and and chamber musicals because it's a relatively small theater and sometimes they feel very very big. It's a beautiful production. Meredith McDonough is a is a director of this show and and um, it's an unforgiving show because if you make a mistake, it's like a train, you know. Oh like, no! Yeah, it just like it just starts and it goes in. So kudos to this cast and to the director and to the who is the director? director? Her name is Meredith McDonough. She directed Emma at the Guthrie last um, last summer, mm-hmm. um, and um, very very 
uh, crisp, clear um, uh, director. This is a, a very uh, the, the the piece is a is a chamber piece about um, uh, found family um, set. Uh, 1979, 1981, just as the AIDS crisis is exploding, and uh, this um, Jewish family uh, is um, affected um, by it, but also because the husband is falling in love with the young man, and and uh, so he leaves the family, and and the wife um, is is in therapy uh, and falls in love with the therapist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's, it's is that a book? It ought to be a book. I don't know. It's family. It was a play that became a, a musical, and it's beautiful. And um, beautifully staged, beautifully done, very, very touching. And what's interesting, like that train metaphor is like literally is either you're on the train or not, because once it starts going, uh, there is no room Pay attention. for any, yeah. anything, you yeah. know? That's the thing with Very pieces, clever. though. Can I just say, when you go to theater, make sure you are ready to listen, ready to really f- know what's happening. Stay tuned because it can change in a second. It can change in Absolutely. a nanosecond. And it's amazing how many people will sit there and say, oh, I got this, I got this. And then when it starts moving so fast, they go, oh, no, I don't have this. So I- I'm so glad that you mentioned that tonight. So that as people are going out to see theater then they know, okay, this is when I, I need to be quiet. This is when I want to make sure I hear this. So you're absolutely right about that. Now, I wanted to ask you about all the plays. I have been looking at all, so many plays at so many theaters um, for the fall and even into Christmas time, into the winter. And I keep asking myself, okay, there are so many um, pieces that are going up right, in October, November, December. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, who makes that decision? Who finalizes and says, okay, these are the pieces we're going to do, and this is going to be it? Is is that the owner of the theater? Is it the director of each piece? It, and it's a combination. I mean, the, the, you know, it's certainly at places like the Guthrie and Jungle and, and Penumbra, it's the artistic directors um, um, that do that. Um, for commercial theater like Chanhassen, yes, it's, you know, it's a, the owners, uh, Michael Merdisi, artistic director and Love owner, um, yeah, yeah. part owner. Um, and then um, you have the, you know, the, the touring uh, pieces at, at, to the Ordway and, and to Hennepin Theater Trust, the Orpheum. Uh, those are um, presidents and CEOs uh, booking shows on the road on the one hand and then uh, originating shows here, uh, in the case of the Ordway. Uh, it's a really, really great question because it's uh, as, as you're getting a sense of it's not any one thing. It's right. a multitude of different w- approaches, you know. And has this been taught to the audience, though? Do the, does the audience know this? Um, I don't think they know. They just want to go and have a good time with something that's strong, engaging as a Strong point of view. I, speaking of which, I just saw um, Beetlejuice this past week. Oh um, yeah, I passed and by the Orpheum, <laughs> and I saw that, and I went, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, I mean, I bet you know, you're gonna it, tell me you love Beetlejuice, don't you? Well, it, 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 you know, I, I, I love it in the sense that it's a carnival ride, right? You're just going through a little bit of a horror movie or something that's gonna scare you, and something that's very different. Um, and it's really 
a, it's not a celebration of death per se, but it's a, it's a look at the afterlife that encourages you to enjoy life on this side. Okay, so is it still playing? It is. It is closing tonight. Oh. Uh, it's, yeah, it's closing tonight. And and what I found really wonderful uh, is that there are lots of people in the audience dressed up as characters from the show. Right. So who who is uh what was her name Wednesday? Uh, <sighs> you have well, you have the the, the lead character Beetle, um, you know Beetlejuice, and with his striped outfit, striped outfit, and then green streaks of hair and green on his striped outfit and so on and so forth. And I presume that's from um, living in a grave. Oh, great. Living in a grave, huh? (laughs) Yeah, okay. This is what you had to come on and tell me. Dude, look, dude, you look. I might as well. It sounds macabre. It does. It sounds pretty. It is a bit macabre, okay? Come on. Yeah, it's you know, pretty rough. Okay, so but the Steels are performing funnier. with... It was funnier. It was funnier. It was funnier. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's the thing for me. The Minnesota Orchestra is presenting um, two nights in October, October 27th and 28th, which I'm very excited about. And the Steels are going to do the piece called Get Out. We're doing all the music from Get Out. Now, I am not a Halloween girl. I'm not a scary girl that goes into theaters and watch people, you know, decapitate themselves. I don't do that. And so I said to my brothers, so we're going to sing this, like, scary music. And J.D.'s going, just watch the movie, Jerlyn. It's no problem. And I'm like, okay, who do I need to slap first? Because I really need to know. But then I finally calmed down about three weeks ago. And I said, you know what? This may be really fun. And we have to be on it in order to make sure we are very ready. We are so excited about it. So I want to let people know. I love that. you got to come. You have got to come. Uh, We have to. Now, that's the weekend I'm supposedly out of town. Oh, of course you're going to be out of town. You know, I tell um, you, I'm gonna have I mean, to strap something around you, man, and just carry you I to know. the next theater. Well, there, there may be a way to. No, I mean, I love the like, I love the um, the logo of Chris there, and and I that's a such a great movie. It's such yeah. a scary movie. It's a scary um, movie. I, I don't like scary movies, but I'm learning the songs, and some of it is really unique, very unique, and very different. But no, you know, I say a prayer every time before I say something. <laughs> so Dear God, because this is this one is rated R. No one under seventeen admitted into the concert. Are you for real? That's what it says on on the orchestra site. You would find that tonight for me, wouldn't you? <laughs> I swear, where is my and friend? So, Can somebody so, go get the real Rohan? <laughs> so, so a question for you about this show that I love this the music. I mean, where the music is, is, it, is it an anthology? Is it because I didn't realize there was music to this? Oh, it's music all through the movie, all through the movie. Yeah, and Sarah Hicks is going to be, um, I think, is is going to be conducting. Yeah, so we're, I, I'm, you know, the whole family is excited about it. But I have to tell you, I don't like horror movies. I'm just going to say that straight out. I don't like horror movies. You know, so if you're singing a woo kind of song, you know, you might want to call Geraldine and tell her, calm down. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, though. October 27th and 28th. Get your tickets now to come see the Steels. Do the music of Get Out. 
Yeah. I might be running out the door. I swear. To I love that. <laughs> yeah, I and love it. Now, will they, will they, will they, will they show the movie again? Will they project the movie as well? Yes, they're going to project the movie. You know how they do it always. Yeah. Always, yeah. Yeah, they stick to the formula, and the formula is working. And I've never done this with them, so the Steels have not done this with them. I'm really excited about it. I, I hear I hear a subtitle, Come Get Your Goosebumps. Come Get Your Goosebumps? That's it? I'm just trying to hold on to my neck, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Rohan, it's always a pleasure having you on. You bring me great joy. Thank you, honey. It's wonderful. Thank you so much. Take care of yourself here. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. We have another guest, you guys. One more guest tonight. And um, the name is Ryan Sexton from The Customers, and he'll be joining us soon. So you want to know who he is? You want to know who that voice is? They're called The Customers. Ryan Sexton is a part of The Customers, and he's joining us right now to talk about some things that are happening with their shows, their album, and all of that. How are you, Ryan? I'm very good. Good to good to be with you. Man, this is awesome. Okay, so um, the song that we just heard a little bit of is Forgot the Reason. See, that's one of those songs that get in your brain and you're just going to sing it every day. Is that what happens <laughs> yeah. to you? It's, it's sort of. It's uh, it's just a good old-time bar song. It's a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, it sounds like it's rocking, for real. <laughs> um, so you, it says here that that you guys also have a pretty cool pass with their... With your previous release, they did opening slots for Iggy Pop in the past. That's awesome. As well as an appearance on the Conan O'Brien show. I mean, that's just great, right? Yes, absolutely. That was a very heady time. This is the late 90s, and I'm from here. I grew up in Chanhassen. Oh, wow. And uh, I was an actor, and uh, actually, I have some adjacency with you, I think. You're too young for this, but in 1981, we had a production at the Children's Theater called, uh, uh, called The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, and I played Huck. And uh, in the component of that show were uh, some gospel songs sung by the Steele family singers. And I got to know J.D. quite well. And I kept in touch with him a little bit, but I haven't talked to him in years. You're too young for this. I don't know if you even recall this. But um, I was talking to my sister about that. And she said, oh, my God, the gospel of Colonus. Oh, wow. Uh, Jalen Steele, Morgan Freeman. And she's raving about that still. So Javita Steele, J.D. Steele, Fred Steele, Billy Steele. All of us were in the show. Even my sister Absolutely. in California, Janice Steele. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, the Sweet Fatality. Tell us a little bit about this album. Well, it's uh, it's been a while since I've uh, put a record out. You know, um, I grew up in Minneapolis. I moved to New York and L.A. and I was an actor. And I had writing, been writing songs, and um, a guy named Elliot Roberts, who was Neil Young's manager at the time, this is in the middle 90s, I came across my demos, called me up a really, you know, old-fashioned story. Hey, can you put a band together for this record to yeah. support these songs? And I'm sure. Why not? We did, and we recorded at uh, Jackson Brown, had a studio in Santa Monica. We recorded there. I'm dropping all these names, but it was really just this experience that, you know, I couldn't even imagined. I, mean, I loved all the Minneapolis bands. I used to go see the replacements, Soul Asylum, Who's Could all these all these rock bands. And um, so here I was making my own record. And uh, George Harrison walked into the studio once, apologized for interrupting me. This is before we had a, a live show as a band. This oh my gosh, how do you stand up? How do you go to oh, sleep? I, <laughs> you know, well, it was a while ago. You know, I, then I, yeah, but know, even I a while this. ago, the accomplishments are the accomplishments, man. That's it, awesome. That's right. Well, well, thank you for saying that. I, I try to tell myself that every day. And um, you know, I struggled with my own demons and uh, for years, and once I moved back here, once I was ready, I had these songs, and I had written some songs recently, and I wanted to put a record together. I wanted to, for once, do it the right way with a vision I had in mind, and I got I conned a producer here, Kevin Bowe, the extraordinary songwriter. Love him, by the way. He is, he is remarkable. 
he is like a, he discovered like a, a, a Johnny Lang. He's worked with Etta James, so his list of accomplishments goes on. So I I went for the jugular on this one, Jalen, to get the best production I can. And how is your jugular get, doing? It's doing? It's doing mighty fine, actually. Thank you very much for asking. You've got a lot on your plate, so tell us real quickly what's coming up next. So we got a show coming up on well, November 1st. Now, we just had a, a little opening uh, record release party at the Driftwood last week. And now we're going to rehearse and get up some uh, more of the new, newer songs that we haven't worked on yet. And start working on those for the um, for November November 1 at the Schooner Bar and Tavern. I don't know if you've oh, heard of that. Yeah. It's a little unbecoming bar in South Minneapolis. But they've been doing music lately at nights, and they do a really good job of it. And it sounds really good, and they've got a really cool kind of crowd there. They're really fun to play there. And that's so on November. 11-1st? I mean, 11 November, one? November, no, 11 one. Yeah, exactly. 11 one 23. Okay, what time? As so, yeah. That'll be 8 o'clock. We'll play two sets, so we have to learn like eight more songs. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, you got things to do, those. honey. We got to get you off the phone. <laughs> Seriously, okay. it's been great having you on. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, Ryan, and I do hope to hear a whole lot more from you anytime, Indeed. okay? Thank you for your time. All right, okay. take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It is now 8, uh, let's make that 9.57, and it's time for us to... To get off of the uh, of the show, but it's been a blast. Thank you for all of you that keep listening, that keep encouraging me and all of us, Jonathan here. Um, just know that I don't take it for granted at all, and I'm really grateful. So take care of yourselves. Enjoy the music. Enjoy the time. That's what this last hour is all about. I hope to see you next Sunday. Good night, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.